Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and the host of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Hey, I'm really excited to spend some one-on-one time with you guys here this week and next week. We're going to do a two-part series all about winning the war in your mind. Uh, there's a great book by Craig Groeschel uh, that kind of talks about that. So I'm playing off of his title in the book. Uh, and so I want to dive deep into a little bit about the mindset of being an entrepreneur and a business owner. Uh, we did an episode, it was episode one actually of season three here this year with Hoken Hansen of Olive Holdings. Uh, and Hoken kind of got into some of the mentality of, you know, being a business owner and, and kind of made me realize like that's not something that we cover a lot on the show. Um, we talk about it a little bit here and there, but we focus on a lot of like core business functions, right? Marketing, finances, sales, time management, different things like that. But we don't really get a lot into the mindset of entrepreneurship. Uh, And so, you know, we've had a lot of clients this kind of been coming up in conversation, right? And and that's one thing I love about doing the podcast in addition to what we do with advising painting contractors is we kind of see what are some of the common topics coming up? What are the questions that are being asked a lot? Uh, And we got some other episodes playing down the road of a lot of conversations we're having right now. And so we kind of use that as a benchmark to say, hey, maybe this would be great to do an episode about this. Uh, And then this weekend, I actually started reading uh, the book I just mentioned by Craig Groeschel, Winning the War in Your Mind. And it really got me thinking, I was like, man, like we really need to do an episode all about mindset, right? So we're going to do this in a two-part series. Part one today uh, is going to be all about the limiting beliefs and kind of the story we tell ourselves. Uh, There's a lot that goes into the self-talk side of things. I could give you a whole list of books. I'll put some of them in the show notes um, uh, that that covers this. Uh, And then next week, part two, uh, we're going to cover kind of the how to break through these limiting beliefs. Uh, I think there's so much content in here. And again, we're trying to be respectful of time and keep this 25 to 30 minutes. We've had a lot of really good feedback uh, since we started doing that in season two to to shorten our episodes just a little bit. Uh, And so I would rather break this up into a two-part series rather than try to cram everything into, you know, a 25-minute episode. Uh, And so I hope you enjoy this. I hope you find it beneficial and helpful. Uh, I'm sure some things that we say may kind of resonate with you and, and hopefully we can kind of give you some insight on how to break past that. So thanks for listening. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. All right. So how many times have you ever said you couldn't do something only to catch yourself and realize "Ah, it's really not true, right? Has there been something that, you know, you just, again, I don't mean like, oh, I can't go do something, right? But like, I can't physically do something or I can't mentally, I just, I can't do that. Uh, And then you realize, wow, no, actually I I can do that, right? Uh, Maybe it's something with spreadsheets online or, you know, something technical, right? Oh yeah, I I can't do that. Well, no, actually I I can, or I can figure it out, right? Um, I think mindset is the number one thing that determines whether a business owner succeeds. I don't think it's time. I don't think it's, uh, you know, oh, I I need this, I need 60 hours a week to build my business where I want it to go. I don't think it's money uh, and cash flow and, you know, the resources, right? To to build your business where you want it to go. Um, Although I think that's a big part of it is I think time is a big part of it. Um, And I, I don't even think really ability um, falls into that number one thing that determines it, right? I don't. I, I believe everybody listening to this 
has the ability to become the person they need to and want to be for their business to be where it needs to be at. But I think mindset's the one thing that changes where you're at and if you're going to get there. Um, you know, there's so many things that we see with clients and different, you know, attitudes and personalities. And, and one thing after doing this for five years, I've realized that the people with the right mindset are the ones that are growing. The people with the, the wrong mindset or maybe not a strong mindset, um, and you can even call it a belief in themselves. That's why we kind of titled this limiting beliefs, uh, because if they don't believe in themselves, they're holding themselves back, right? Uh, and so I think that, you know, mindset is really the number one thing. And obviously success to every business owner is different. Uh, if you guys have been listening to our show for a while now, you know that our definition of success for you as a business owner is, does your business serve your lifestyle? Whatever that looks like for you, right? I think most people go into business for financial freedom, for time freedom. Uh, and so, you know, the, the two things they usually don't end up with are extra money and extra time. Um, it, and that's a whole different conversation. But, you know, I think, you, you know, if you have the right mindset, um, it's going to get the success. And whether success, again, is a $2 million company uh, and you're grossing a lot of money and, and you're continuing to grow and, and provide jobs for more people and more families and, you know, provide a great work environment. Or maybe success for you is, hey, we're going to do half a million dollars. I've got three kids that we're raising and I want to work no more than 25 hours a week, but make 70 to 100 grand a year. Um, success is success, right? And again, it's how your business serves your lifestyle. So if you're not happy with how your business is serving your lifestyle right now, um, then we need to work on that, right? We need to get you there. And I, and I think your mindset is the one thing that's maybe holding you back on that. There's a concept, it, it, this came out of a book. I don't remember which one. Again, I've got a whole list of books on this topic um, that I could give. So if, if I don't put it in the show notes or if you have, you want more recommendations, reach out, shoot me an email. I'm happy to share uh, some off the bookshelf, uh, some titles with you guys. Um, but it said, your thoughts control your actions and your actions control your habits and your habits control your results. And I love that. And if you break it down, it's got like a graphic, right? With the four words, thoughts, actions, habits, and results and arrows pointing to each one. Um, I love that because what does it start with? It starts with your thoughts. It doesn't start with your actions. It doesn't start with your habits. And if you want to get real simple and, and break this down, you can really honestly say that your thoughts equal your results, right? Because if your thoughts control the actions, your actions make your habits and your habits make your results, your thoughts therefore really dictate your results. So if you're not happy with the results that you have, what are the thoughts that you have, right? What are the things you think about on a daily basis? What are the things that you don't think about on a daily basis, right? Um, and so I think really when, when you break it down, if, if you can control your thoughts and you can make your thoughts work for you in a healthy, productive way, your results can be changed infinitely um, over time and, and really get back on the course you want to have. Um, I love this because the cool part is we control the thoughts we have. And yes, you can say you do control the actions you have. You control the habits that you have, right? But it really, again, starts with the thoughts. And I think the thoughts I don't want to say is the easiest thing to control, right? Because of the power of the subconscious. Um, I don't know, you know, how much you've heard about this or, you know, read into it or different things, but the subconscious part of your brain is one of the most powerful parts of the entire human body. Uh, and there's a book called The Ant and the Elephant by Vince Pazente, P-O-S-C-E-N-T-E, um, that talks a lot about the power of your subconscious mind, right? And how you can, you know, retrain your brain. Um, I know that's crazy. 
you know, there's a lot of stuff with science and some different books out there that prove you can rewire your brain. Uh, and so if you understand the power of your subconscious, you understand the ability to retrain and, and refocus on certain things. Um, that's a pretty cool thing, right? Because to me, that's easier to do than retraining your actions, retraining habits. You guys know it takes at least 21 days to form a habit, which means it also takes at least 21 days to break a habit, right? Um, and so I, I think your thoughts, again, I, I say it's easier because I think it's easier to catch yourself when you become aware of this. Um, but I don't think it's easier because of your subconscious, right? Again, that's why the question I asked when you started out, have you ever said, I, I can't do something, right? I don't have the ability to do something. And it wasn't true. That was your 100% your subconscious, right? Um, that, you know, it's, say you're, you're, this never happens, but like say your wife throws something at you and it hits you and you go, ow, but it didn't actually hurt, right? That, that was just your subconscious thing um, reacting, right? Because you're used to when something hits you, you go, ow, because usually it hurts. Um, even if it's a wiffle ball or a ping pong ball or something, right? So think about that. It's the power your subconscious has. Your subconscious is what, you know, acts without you having to consciously think about it, right? When you got to work this morning, you got to the job site, you got wherever, right? Did you really stop and think about the entire drive? Okay, nope, I got to hit the gas and accelerate to 35 now. Oh, oh, stop, stop sign coming up. I got to start hitting the brake. No, your subconscious did all that for you, Right. And if your subconscious can drive you from your house all the way across the country without really thinking about the act of what you're doing, maybe just the route you're going on, imagine the power that that has to do in your thoughts, in your business on a daily basis. And so my question to you as we're listening to this, what are the things that you're telling yourself that aren't true? I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Like I want you to stop, pause this episode if you need to. If you're listening to it, you're on CarPlay, you got me on headphones, whatever, pause it right now and ask yourself, what are the top one to three things you're telling yourself that aren't true? Because I guarantee you there's something. There's at least one. You may not come up with three right away, but you're going to come up with one. And so pause this and come up with what is the one thing you're telling yourself that's not true? Um, and so I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an open book, right? We, I've had my wife on this podcast. Uh, last week's episode, I had Justin Ward interview me. Uh, I hope you guys found that fun. It, it was enjoyable uh, from my end of it. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys got kind of a little bit of an insight on me and, and our business. And just, you know, again, transparency. I'm all about that, right? And I got to be honest with you guys. One thing that I've struggled with has been health fitness, self-esteem. I'm going to just tie all three of those in together because they all go hand in hand. And, you know, when I was in high school and, and even in college, I was super active. I played hockey, I'm a huge hockey fan. I was a golfer. You know, I was, I think probably at that point I was still playing softball. I was playing soccer, like just, you know, for fun in, in leagues. I'm a super competitive person. I'm a, I'm a big sports guy uh, for any of you guys that know me. Uh, and so I was always like in good shape uh, and I would go to the gym and I just was, you know, always kind of healthy, right? Um, and, and I'll be transparent, I never had a six pack. The only six packs I've ever had in my life I've consumed, uh, sometimes in, in one night, you know, depends on what kind of night it was. But, you know, I, I was very big into health and fitness and working out and routines and, and all that stuff, right? And then life happens, right? You, you kind of grow up, it's easy. I feel like it's really easy to do that if you're under 24, um, because you probably aren't married and like you have a lot of extra free time and you know, life is cool, right? Uh, and then life happens. And so like that part of my life kind of started falling out a little bit. 
uh, realizing that, and you know, it's just kind of a slow creep. Those of you guys that have been through it before. And, uh, and I promise there's somewhere where I'm going with this. Um, and so I realized that I'm like, okay, like not, not doing great. So like into 2019, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get back in a good routine here. Like I understand I need to get my health, my fitness back together, go to the gym, all these different things. And uh, what happens in February, 2020, right? Whole world shuts down. I guess it was March whole world shuts down. Um, you know, I did the wrong thing. I plugged into watching the news every day. That was a super uplifting thing, right? I think everybody's going to die. Uh, and so I just been basically living off frozen pizzas and probably drinking more and, you know, all the other things. Right. And so again, you know, life gets back, whatever. And realizing that like kind of just gotten bad habits, right? Like eating, not the greatest food, um, not being super active, right? Um, again, our business is, has grown tremendously and I'm super blessed by that. Um, but I can't just go to the gym at 11 o'clock on a day, like a random Tuesday for two hours, like I used to be able to do when I was 24. Uh, and so it was kind of one of those slow creeps, right? And I realized at some point within the last year, I was like, you know, I just, I don't feel like I'm the person I used to be, right? And, and there's a difference between, I think, growth and there's a, uh, also a point where you realize like you've kind of gotten off track, right? You start like saying things or doing things and like attitudes and and I just knew something was different. And, and I'm one of those people, I always I always call it identifying layers, right? It's kind of like an onion, you're peeling back layers and you're, you're trying to figure out like, okay, what's going on here? Like there's something at the root of this. Um, and, and I don't, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten all the way to the bottom of it, right? But I realized that there was a, a, a huge connection as you can probably imagine, with health and fitness and self-esteem. And I was like, huh. So the reason why I get snappy about this or the reason why I react about this, which is totally not my characteristic at all, is really because I have no self-esteem and it's because I haven't been working out and I don't feel like the person I used to, right? Um, and so I'm just being transparent with you guys. Like this has been something that I've just kind of figured out. And again, it's not been super bad, um, but just definitely something that I've like looked at and looked back over the last five years of my life and just the way I used to act about things and like how things have changed. And I'm like, okay, all right. And so why do I say that to you guys? One, I think you gotta be real with yourself. And I think you gotta find where you're struggling at. I think you gotta find the things that you know can impact you. And I realized that my thinking had got, as I would call it, really stinking thinking. Like it wasn't good. Like I, again, it was the things I was telling myself. Uh, and it was all the little things. And, and so the reason I bring that up is because I bet that there's something in your personal life that's you're telling yourself that's holding you back in your business. And whether it's something on a self-esteem level, a fitness level, uh, maybe you just don't feel like you're worthy, um, imposter syndrome, that's a real thing. Um, you, there's so many things that you can kind of dive through. And so I, I, I urge you to figure out like, what are the layers you have, right? What are the things that are holding you back? Cause there's something in your business, in your personal life, holding your business back. And, and how does that impact your business? That's really where I'm going with this, right? Um, one, I mean, estimates and the confidence in selling yourself, right? When you guys go do estimates as a painting contractor, you're selling yourself, right? You're not just selling a paint job. I'm, I'm confident that 90% of painters out there can do a quality paint job. Again, that might be a little generous, but we're just gonna go with 90% of, of painting contractors can at least do a quality job. I'm not saying they're, it's gonna be great pricing or it's gonna be where it should be at, uh, but they can at least do a quality job. You're selling yourself, right? And when you're struggling with self-esteem, when you don't feel like you're you know, a good person or whatever it is, right? When, it, when you're struggling with something, it's kind of hard to be confident in yourself, 
right? Um, you know, what about being a leader? If you have employees, you're a leader. If you have one employee, you are by definition a leader. Some would argue you're a leader with zero employees um, because you're maybe a figure in the community or something else. But when you have one employee, you become a leader, right? And if you're struggling with self-esteem, if you're struggling with feeling worthy, if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, it's going to be hard to be the right leader to grow your business where you want it to go, right? And so becoming aware of this, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is you have to believe in yourself and know that your business can become what you want it to be. I think this is where I see a huge disconnect with people is they, they see that picture of what they want their business to be like, right? And you know, I gave the example earlier, maybe it's a million dollars, maybe it's $2 million. Maybe it's, again, half a million lean company, very systematic, you know, less time involvement. I won't say no time involvement or low time involvement, but less time involvement, right? So you can spend time with family, travel, do what you want to do. But I think what really holds people back from getting there, it's not the knowledge, it's not the systems. Um, I would argue it's the implementation of a lot of that stuff, but I think it really stems down to they don't believe that they can actually get there, right? I've got some different friends and, and even some clients over the years, some that are still with us, some that aren't, that, man, I see so much potential in them, but they don't see it in themselves, right? And that's what's tough about it. That's what's really hard is, is when you see the potential in people and they just don't believe in themselves enough. And again, there's something holding them back, whether it's just feeling like they're not good enough, um, you know, do you say, uh, again, I can't, I'm not that person, right? I've had somebody say, oh, I'm not a numbers person. You might not be a numbers person, but it doesn't mean you can't become a numbers person. Like, just so you know, when you're born, it's not like, oh, that's a numbers person, baby. That's a not a numbers person. No, it's acquired, right? I didn't used to like IPAs. I hated them, but it was an acquired thing that I figured out. Eh, it's actually pretty decent. Same thing with numbers, right? And so I see a lot of people that they have that limiting belief. I'm not that person, whatever that applies to, right? I'm not a people person. I'm not a assertive person. I'm not whatever it is. And you might not naturally be like that, but you can become like that. And that's what I think I want you guys to understand. If there's one thing you take out of this whole episode, my sob story, not really transparent story, whatever, you can become what you need to become for your business if you believe that you can actually do it. But if you believe and you play the victim card, I'm not that person, I can't become that way, then you're never going to, right? You have to understand that you can change. It's gonna take time, right? And again, the whole goal of next week's episode is to go through how do you do that, right? How do you actually make that change? How do you become that? But the, the goal of today is to understand there's more to it than what your beliefs are right now. Um, you know, I know, for example, I'll say this, so that we talk about just personalities from time to time on, on the show, and I'm a very high D personality. Um, D stands for dominant, driven, direct, whatever you want to call it. And I'm a, by natural, I'm a very high D, which is a good thing, uh, but it's also a terrible thing. So it means I'm oftentimes more task oriented than I am people oriented. My wife loves it. She just really loves that one. Um, and so just again, transparency with you guys. Um, I'm like, uh, what? Oh, you were talking to me? Sorry, I was too busy doing XYZ tasks. So uh, not a good thing. But um, with taking tests, I usually like to do it like once a year or something, just kind of see how things are changing. Um, I'm a very adaptive D personality now. And, it, and what that means is 
over the last, I would say seven years since I first found out about DISC and the four personality temperaments is I realize the strengths of the D personality, but I also realize the weaknesses, right? Sometimes I don't care about people. I'll run you over to go do whatever task it is that needs done on my to-do list, right? Um, and so again, some would argue, I still have a lot of growing to do. I'm well aware of that. But at the same time, I'm aware of those things. And that awareness allows me to become better. And, and I think that's the same thing with your thoughts and the, the what you're telling yourself and the things that you're thinking through. It it's good to be aware of it. It's good to understand your tendencies because that's how you can actually start to have some change. Um, one of the things I always hear a lot is, well, I didn't go to college like you did, so I can't think through my business the way you do. Um, I had one client, he said it one time, kind of let it go, I called him out on it. Um, the second time he said it, I was like, I will literally reach across the table. Thankfully, it's one of our local clients. I was like, I will literally reach across the table and slug you in the face if I ever hear you say those words again. And the reason why is because, yes, college afforded me the opportunity to work with student painters that kind of got my foundation going, for those of you guys that have heard my story. But what I learned in college really has no application in running a painting business or even really doing what I'm doing now. Like, it's mostly been self-taught right? Or learned through, again, the student painters model or other things. Like learning corporate financial ratios isn't doing a lot for the painting company I used to have even now. Like, so again, it's those limiting beliefs. People are like, oh, I didn't go to college. I can't do that. No, you can right? And so step one is be aware of the things you tell yourself. Be aware of like the negativity, right? One of the rules I had, again, some of the battles I've been going through and stuff is I realized I was like, man, I've just like, I've gotten to be a negative person. Like, and I don't like it. And again, sometimes I can put on a front. So some of you guys are like, Chris, what are you talking about? Like, no, like truly deep down, like I was like, man, I like, I complain a lot. And like, I'm super blessed. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, how, why do I always turn everything into like a complaint? I'm like, hmm, interesting. Again, identifying some layers here. And so now I've been realizing, like, I might still say something, but at least immediately I'm like, oh, wait a second. No, I'm not complaining about that or I'll recorrect it. And so I think not only is step one being aware of the way you talk to yourself and when you say things that are limiting beliefs, but then you need to do a quick what I call a reframe to, to tell yourself a different story. Right. I mentioned earlier, you can rewire your brain. You can rewire the way that you think through things, the way that you talk about yourself, the way you talk about other things. And so one, be aware. Two, when you catch yourself saying something, do a quick reframe, right? You might say, oh, I'm not a numbers person. Oh, wait, I'm not currently a numbers person, but I'm going to I'm going to become a numbers person. Right. I know it sounds crazy, but just telling yourself that it might take a hundred times. It might take a thousand times, depending on how far off of being a numbers person you are. But again, it's not a characteristic. It's something that you have to learn. And so if you can catch yourself, step one and then step two, reframe that perspective. Tell yourself a different story. Right. I would say like, oh, man, I'm not in good shape. Ooh, I'm going to get in good shape. Or even go as far as this sounds crazy, but. I am in good shape, right? Because it's the mindset you tell yourself. If I keep telling myself I'm not in good shape, I'm never going to get in good shape, right? That's why I started boxing again. That's why I started doing things that are getting me into that mindset. And again, it's not been a great last couple of months, but it's better than what it was the last like five years. And so, yeah, I'm slowly working that way. 
but I'm telling myself, no, I'm getting in shape, right? And I'm excited about it because um, I can feel a difference. I can already feel my mentality shifting a little bit. Uh, and I know that it's, I've been holding myself back on some things, right? Because I know it, it, it hurt my business to some degree. Uh, because I always say one of the things that holds people back is they never think big enough about their business. I didn't have the confidence that we could go build out the business where we are and are going to have. And I know a lot of that was, was held back from my, my health and my fitness and the way I was talking to myself. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I know there's a lot of truth there in that, right? And I've always had the vision for a big business. It just wasn't the time, right? We don't, I, I love the clients we have, but our goal is to have, you know, a hundred clients within the next two years. Again, obviously not all working through me, but there's a lot that I have to do to get there and, and holding myself back, uh, we were never going to get there, right? And so I can already feel the difference just in going through those things and, and talking to myself. And guess what? The, the way I've been reframing my mind and my thoughts, it's led to more action, which is working out, eating a little healthier, not drinking as often. You guys are gonna think I have a drinking problem. I'm making a lot of jokes about it and talking about it. I don't have a drinking problem. Just, you know, a drink here, a drink there, go out with the client, it's, you know, it's, it's okay, right? But keep it in check. And so all these little things, the thoughts are leading to the actions. The actions are becoming a little bit more habits, right? I leave the office at 3.30 on Mondays, Tuesdays, Typically Wednesdays and Thursdays, just depends. Four out of the five days, I leave the office a half an hour early to go home and work out before I either go pick Chase up or if my mom's there watching him, you know, to just get a quick workout in while she's still there before she leaves, whatever it is, right? And the habits are gonna translate into the results. And so remember this, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. I hate to say that. There's gonna be people maybe like myself that come into your life that I'm gonna believe in you no matter what, because I see potential in people. There's very few people I've come in contact with that I'm like, ah, I just, they're not going anywhere. Like I just, it's never gonna happen, right? And if I'm spending time with you and, and we're still like working together, that means I, sh I see potential in you, right? And so believe in yourself, find somebody that's gonna come alongside you and believe in you too. But if you can believe in yourself, that's what's gonna keep you going. That's what's gonna get you where you wanna go. And again, Entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. We've said it before. It's a mindset roller coaster more than anything, guys. And you're not alone in it. That's why I wanted to share some of these stories with you. Um, I, you know, sometimes I hate being transparent, but I know that when you guys can kind of understand and we're, realize that we're all in this together, um, that's how you can really break through it. So become aware of your beliefs, your limiting beliefs, reframe your perspective. And then come back next week. We're going to talk through a lot more detail on how you can power through and break through those limiting beliefs. Have a great day. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.